Hey guys, my name is Faiza and welcome to Mamahood in Progress. I'm a wife and a mom of four under the age of seven and most days I have no idea what I'm doing. Motherhood was always defined to me as infancy to age 18, but my philosophy is that motherhood is for life. Moms never stop shaping the way their kids' lives are. Sure, they step back after a while and let them grow on their own, but there's always a role that mothers will play in their children's lives whether it's as a caregiver, leader, mentor, or eventually friend. I created this podcast to talk with other moms at all stages of their lives and their children's lives so they can share their experiences, inspiration, and wisdom. Make sure you subscribe on our website so you don't miss a single episode. We will be rolling out new ones each week. I can't wait to share this journey with all of you. Bye! guys welcome back to mamahood in progress i hope you're all having a lovely evening a lovely week so this week i got to chat with this fantastic young lady from uh, my hometown of meriden connecticut her name is erica valentin and she is just the definition of what every mom should be honestly she is so disciplined she is such a hard worker She's just absolutely incredible. Um, she is actually an MMA fighter and and she's a mom to triplets, which is just amazing. I mean, I thought having twins was hard, but triplets, like I can't even imagine having three people grow inside of me at one time. <laughs> um, so it was fantastic talking with her and I hope you guys enjoy. Thanks. What's up, girl? Not much. Sorry, it took me a couple of minutes to get going here. I um, I you know I have this little uh, closet in our house. It's like under the stairs. It's not. It sounds very Harry Potterish, but it's not. It's 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 a big closet, and this is where I have my my little podcast studio. And so I have to get the girls settled before I do anything. And they were fighting with me because they wanted some. I don't even know what it was, some some kid's show, but it was in Spanish, and they wanted to watch it. And I'm like, you don't speak Spanish. I don't know why you want to watch this. So, yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I love it. I love seeing you guys. So you have you have two daughters. You have twins, right? Yeah, so I have four. So Zane is seven, and then the girls are four, the twins, and then I have a two-year-old girl as well. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> So basically, fifteen kids. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> after after three three and up is just it's it's mayhem. It is. So I so you you have triplets. So you're just like the queen of everything. That's amazing. You are too, girl. We're we're all superhumans, you know. Oh, so when you found out that you were pregnant with triplets, what what was going through your head? Um, I just was like, holy crap this is, this is a lot. So I found out when I was like 21 years old, um, I just, my 21st birthday just passed, um, in May. And then I was, I got pregnant in like June. So, um, yeah, I was a baby. Um, I just started, started martial arts and I was like, holy crap, like I'm really pregnant. (laughs) And then, um, when we went, to the ultrasound um yeah right then and there um I was told that I was having three I started shaking um like my mom was with me I started like really shaking like a leaf and then I got sick I vomited and then they had to like bring me to another room with a social worker and yeah it was pretty intense like it was uh really really intense when I found out that I was 
I was pregnant with triplets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's funny the the shaking that you're saying. That's exactly how I was when my doctor told me I was having twins. I I had uh, my best. Yeah. Friend. And, you know, Andrew didn't, I don't know, I think he was working that day. And I'm like, you know what, we already have, we, you know, he came with me to every single appointment for yeah. um, my, our son. And I'm like, you know what, if you have to work, it's no big deal. Like, I'm just going to go. It's I'm eight weeks. Let's just make sure that there's a heartbeat, you know, whatever. I didn't really think that there was going to be anything else to it. So I was laying there on the table and I just, I, I, same thing. I remember I just started profusely shaking, like, you know, the paper. Yeah with you and all I could hear was it rattling yeah that was shaking yeah. what do you mean there's two yeah exactly it's crazy it is it is so um so how was your pregnancy like I mean mine was intense with twins but yours must have been just insanity how was that to be honest with you I thank god every day um honestly it was great like I I wasn't really in much pain I was super healthy I gave birth at 35 and a half weeks. I always carry that half because that counts. I was 35 and a half. Um, but, um, yeah, like, it, at, towards the end, it was a little bit um, emotional because I, like, couldn't feel them moving a lot. So I would, like, drink juice and then lay on my belly. And then because there's just, like, no room for them to move. And then I would freak out a lot. And I would have a lot of dreams that, um, you know, one of them wouldn't make it and just, so that was kind of intense. Like my dreams are really, really intense when I was pregnant. Um, mostly like having dreams about having like a miscarriage. Like that was like, like ongoing dreams. Um, so yeah, it was it. Like that was probably the most intense part about it. I got to eat whatever I I wanted, like in a healthy way. Um, I think I think that's a a, a main reason why I had such a good um, a good pregnancy too. I I really follow health. I've I've been involved in health and like since. For like eight years now so even like right before i had the girls you know i was um really getting into the gym and it kind of like saved me in a lot of ways so um i was always healthy but i i got to eat like way more calories than i usually do um but like i, I was drinking water and stuff like that um I was, I was staying away from sodas i was staying away from anything that could like uh be bad for the girls yeah so did you exercise while you were pregnant um, I couldn't, and that was, that kind of made me a little bit depressed because it was such a high risk pregnancy. Yeah, like I had a really triplets. So, uh, basically, I had um, I had triplets in one sack at first because they're all identical. I had to go get a test, and yeah. they're all identical. But basically, I had to have um, I had triplets in one sack at first, and there was all three of them, and then that sack, um because our the human body is is so amazing it, it knows it knew that I was only five foot two inches and that I could only take but so much so it ended up making another placenta and ended up splitting and then making a, another placenta as the girls were um growing inside of me which is amazing um so yeah um they're 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 identical triplets so it was a really really high risk pregnancy and um my doctor like we ended up being really, really close after, but like at first she was kind of like hard on me, you know, she, she told me that, um, I should, uh, consider, um, reducing my pregnancy. So get rid of one. And I know that's like kind of hard to hear, but, um, she actually is a specialist. So she's seen a lot of things. So she saw a mother half quadruplets mm -hmm. and then, 
every day a baby died in the NICU and she saw it. So she saw the, the mom have quadruplets and every day uh, one of her babies died and all four of them died. And uh, she told me that story, which was freaking crazy for her to tell me. But I think she was just trying to look out for me. And she also told me she saw a mom die giving birth to twins and just, oh. a, just a lot. And then um, after I gave our Facebook friends, I love you, Dr. Feldman. She is the bomb. Um, and I still see her to this day. I still visit them. Um, but yeah, she was there when I gave birth. Um, but she like apologized to me. She was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I should have never said that at first to you. And I kind of like uh, judged you. And, you know, I didn't know how like strong you were. And like, yeah, we just cried together when I gave birth. It was really emotional. But yeah, it, that I think that that was like the most intense part of my pregnancy, just like mentally, like, wow, like there's really three inside of me and I couldn't really work out, which was my outlet. So I was even scared to like walk too many miles because, um, yeah, it just, I was, yeah, it was very high risk. Yeah. And I, I completely understand that. I mean, a lot of what you're saying is again, what I had to deal with, because I, I think with all multiple pregnancies, they're just, they're very scary. And yes, yes. is is a lot. And, you know, for me coming from having just one child and it being very, I guess, vanilla, very basic, you know, I I had Mm -hmm. a pregnancy with him and then being thrust into having twins years later. And there were so many, there were so many new things that I, I, you know, I had to go to, um, you know, in New Haven, there was that, um, uh, what is it called? Like maternal medicine. Fetal medicine. Yeah. MFM. Yeah. Maternal yeah, medicine. I, yeah. There every, I think I felt like it was every week I had to go. Yeah. Yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah. I had to check and, 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 and make sure the girls were okay. And, you know, yeah. I ended up having preeclampsia at the end. Wow. Of my, and I, so I went into labor, uh, 34 weeks. I went, you wow, know, I was look at you, girl. It was with my stepmom. We went to, I had a, just a regular doctor appointment just to check. And cause you know, I think by the end of the pregnancy, they were checking me like, you know, just, I felt like it was like every five days. It was just, it was so frequent. I was just going so often and you know, she checked me and, and they're like, you know what? Like there's twin a was not growing anymore. And cause twin B was taking everything from her. So she's yeah, like, that's, that happened to me too. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah. So I guess that's something common then. Yeah. Yeah. It happened towards the end. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I mean, I, I went and um, that it just, it was so real at that point. Like I felt like I had more time. I mean, I knew, I always knew I would deliver early, but I was like, oh my God, 34 weeks. Like I thought I at least had a few more weeks and I didn't have, I don't even know if I had my bag packed or anything. Like yeah. doctor's appointment right to Yale. And my step so was it? A C-section or, or natural? No, it was natural. Okay. Wow, you're superhuman. Wow, this is amazing. <laughs> that I was very afraid. And, and they told me at the beginning, I, I said, you know, can I have them? Um, do I have to have a C-section? They're like, no, you know, plenty of moms have them vaginally without any complications. I had to get an epidural. Um, yeah. Because they said just in case while I was in labor, something happened and they had to, you know, intersect or anything, I, I had to be medicated. <laughs> Yeah. But I, I was very shocked that I could give birth without a C-section and very happy. The only way that they said I would have to um, deliver 
with with a C-section is if one of the twins was breech. So, yeah. you know, I yep. was doing everything in my power to make sure like just moving as much as I possibly could to yes. make sure they were in the right position. Yeah. They were and it was um there are a lot of things that apparently I don't remember from when I gave birth. I I didn't realize that I was so out of it, but my husband and my stepmom tell me that like they, they, they mentioned little things to me and I'm like, I don't remember that happening. I don't think that that happened, but <laughs> it did. So it's, it's like a blur. <laughs> I know. So for you, you had to have a C-section, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. How was that? I, it was, um, it was good. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I, um, I'm a single mom. So I had my mom there and, um, and yeah, we did it. There was about like, 15 people in there they were and then um these students from um uh, uh from UConn were there they um yeah and there was like three three doctors on each baby because they had to go into the NICU um mm-hmm. right from there because you know you can't even really when you have like multiples and they need to go to the NICU can't really hold them like that so Kylie was in the NICU for three weeks Ariana was in the NICU for um, two weeks and then two weeks in like two days. She came home like two days after London and then London was in the NICU for like two weeks. So London came home first. Um, then Ariana came home and then Kylie. And what was, what was the reason for the NICU stay? Was it just like low birth weight and making sure? Yeah. That- yeah. Low birth weight. They were like, um, I had, uh, they were three pounds and 14 ounce, uh, 14 ounces, one of them, three pounds and 15 ounces. And then, and then Kylie was like three pounds and like four ounces. She was really small. Um, so my daughters had twin to twin too, like where, um, so Ariana got most of the nutrients towards the end and then Kylie wasn't growing anymore. So that kind of happened to me too with Kylie. Yeah, that's definitely something that I didn't realize was was a common thing I just thought one of my babies was really fat <laughs> yeah 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 it just um yeah it, just, it happened to my the triplets too so yeah they were just they're really small so they didn't need to be like on a breathing machine or anything like that but they just needed um like assistance a little bit um yeah. and they were like really healthy I breastfed for uh three months that's great yeah so I was pumping I was like a freaking cow at the NICU, you know? So, (laughs) yeah, that's, that's how I was too with the girls. I, um, they were in the NICU for same about two weeks. One, uh, Layla came home at exactly two weeks and then Talia came home like two days later. I love those names. Oh, thank you. (laughs) They're different too. I like how you did that because I did that too. Yeah, no, I love, I love that all your girls have, they're not like, Kylie and Schmiley and Miley yeah. or anything yeah. like different. And a lot of people will actually look at their names really quick and say like Talia and Lalia. I'm like, no, 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 it's Talia and Layla. And they're spelled yeah. phonetically as you would say them, but you know, people are just ridiculous sometimes. <laughs> uh, but they, so they were in the NICU for, yeah, for, for about two weeks. And it was, it was a really long two weeks. I mean, I, yeah. and I, I had, you know, the doctors would tell me like, oh, you know, it's going to go by so quick and you're not even going to remember. But I feel like I remember how long it was. And it, it just felt like every, yeah. when are they coming home? When are they coming home? Because it's weird. You give birth and, you know, they grow inside of you for 
almost a year and then you have them and then you have to like say goodbye for a little bit yeah it's definitely tough and it's definitely uh it'll definitely you know really (laughs) really hurt you know uh just to come home and there's an empty crib and you're like dang you know yeah did you did you suffer from postpartum depression at all yeah yeah I definitely did I definitely did especially in the beginning oh it was just a lot you know I just felt like I just all I did was just breastfeed cook clean you know just I just felt like I lost my whole identity and just got caught up in just being all I knew how to do was be a mom like I there was points where I was like not even brushing my hair not you know like just it was just so exhausting you know like feeding all three of them and I did everything by myself um I did everything by myself. So, uh, you know, my parents were around. I have a a great support team, but, you know, they're not getting up every three hours. You know, I'm not expecting that. (laughs) They're my kids. So, you know, so I did it all. You know, I would have um, two kids on my boob and then I would have one kid like propped up on my leg with um, with a pillow and just, you know, and then honestly, uh, I propped up the bottles. Um, I know they say don't do that, but that's really what I did you know, with the girls that I would feed them at the same time and prop up bottles um, once I stopped breastfeeding and pumping. Yeah, Uh, you have to do as easy as it is for you. Yeah, I had to do what I had to do, man. I was taking advice from like people who didn't even have twins or didn't even have triplets. And like, they were like, well, feed them one at a time. But if you think about it, it'll take me half an hour to feed one, then a half an hour to feed the other, then a half an hour. And that's an hour and a half that goes by and then they need to get fed every three hours. So yep. it, just, it just didn't work out like that. And um, I kind of learned that you can't take advice from anybody. Not even like not even I'm in like a triplet mom group, but I really just feel so rare uh, because the triplet mom group, you know, they're all married. They're all, um, you know, like four in their 40s. They don't work out. They uh, they, you know. I just can't relate to them, you know, <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like I feel a little bit different. You know, they all use IVF, you know, they all are rich. They all got money. You know, I, I'm, I'm so different from that, you know. That's good, though. I mean, that's amazing for your girls that they'll get to see from this perspective, you working this hard to to support them. Is yeah. there, don't mind me asking, is, is their dad involved in their life at all? Um, he'll just, he, he honestly, and this is my first time publicly coming out. So I don't even write anything on online about him or, you know, it's like a mystery. <laughs> Nobody knows. So I really don't come out and talk about it really like my oh. family and all the people that are, um, in like in my circle and things like that, they know, but I think it is time to start coming out and, and kind of, you know, but yeah, he, um, he kind of suffers from, al- he, from alcoholism. I feel, um, you know, and he's maybe seen the girls maybe like 10, 12 times in their life. They're six years old. Oh, wow. I, I pray for him, man. Like, um, you know, it's, it's nothing against him or anything like that. This is obviously my first time really talking about it. Um, So, yeah, in six years. So I would say that, you know, <laughs> I've come to kind of like peace with it. But um, I just do my thing as a mom, you know, and I do the best that I can. And I just pray for him and I pray for recovery. I pray that he gets his life together and is able to see the girls. Um, he's not, you know, he can, it's not like he can never see them again. You know, I'm just asking for, uh, 
just the girls, just consistency in their lives. You know, I just think that's what they deserve. And I've been working so hard to give them consistency and a healthy lifestyle. So, um, you know, I have to follow through um, with their father, you know, and I just can't let him come in and out of their lives like that anymore. So um, I had to put like the kibosh on it, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's it's, it's amazing that you even had the discipline to do that and, and just, you know, knowing that it was for the importance of your girls to make sure that they had a balanced life and, and, you know, didn't have that kind of in and out going on. So I definitely commend you for that. And I commend you even more for doing this on your own. I mean, I, you know, you can ask Andrew, I'll text him when he gets out of work. I'm like, all right, where are you? You coming home? <laughs> I got things to do. I'm tired. Like, yeah. So I, that's, that's amazing. So what is, what does your day look like with them? Um, so, uh, for the last year I run my own business. So when I wake up in the morning, um, I used to like wake up, bring them to school. And then I used to go to work. I used to work at a school. Uh, but for the last year I wake up, um, get them ready for school. They go to school and then, um, I go to, um, my job. I work at uh, a martial arts gym in, uh, West Hartford, Connecticut, underdog mixed martial arts. Um, so I go there and I teach classes four times a week. And then I also, uh, teach privately. Um, I have a lot of clientele that I see here. And then, um, then I train myself. Uh, I'm, a martial artist so I have a, an MMA fight actually in January about four weeks out we're gonna fight in Mohegan Sun me and my brother and my cousin and my teammate um Tony so I'm just training really hard for that we're ramping up training and um after I'm done training I like to go like soak in a in a hot tub and then I pick the girls up um from school and I just dedicate the rest of the day to them we like usually hit like a park or um, where I live in my apartment complexes, we have a park there, mm -hmm. um, we have fun. And then I cook for them, uh, you know, shower the whole thing. We chill out in bed. That's like the best part of my day is like, I like, I live for like 7 PM because I'm like in bed with the triplets. They're all bathed. They're all, you know, like, it's just, we're cuddling. Um, I have a king size bed, so it's pretty cool. So yeah, it's just, it's, that's like, that's my day for, um, the last year. And then when I used to work at a school, it used to be crazy. Um, like before this, mm -hmm. uh, I used to work at, um, I was a behavioral technician. So my job was kind of harder than, um, being a mom to triplets. I don't know how, you know, that just <laughs> says, well, yeah, it's, it was crazy. I had to, I had to leave, man. It was just bad for my mental health. Um, but like I was a behavioral technician for like a sexually, physically, emotionally disturbed children. Mm -hmm. And um, without violating HIPAA too much, it was fucking intense. But um, uh, I would get up. I would bring them to their school. I would work um, during my break, during my 30 minute break. I would run like um, like do a couple miles and then I would go back to work and then I would eat my lunch in the bathroom. <laughs> it was crazy. I would eat my lunch in the bathroom. Cause I just needed to get exercise in. So I'd eat my lunch in the bathroom and then I would pick them up from school and then I would cook, I would clean, I would shower them and then bring them um, and then have them wear the clothes for the next day of school. And then I would bring them to the gym. I would train in the gym and then I would um, bring them home and yeah, just pack them one by one. They would be sleeping. It would be like nine o'clock by the time I'm done at the gym and they would come to the gym with me every single day. 
and it was a lot, you know, that yeah. I was like really burnt out. So I had to, um, you know, I just wanted to go all in with martial arts and I started to get really good and I started to teach really good and um, coach really good. And I just made this my full time, you know. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm baffled. I don't even know what to say. I Yeah, it was crazy. Like, so when people say there's like, when people give me excuses, I just can't, I can't relate. That's why I can't really relate to the, to the mom group either, man. There's too much yeah. complaining. I, I was like, yo, I, I really can't, um, <laughs> you know, just, I'm just so different. Um, I'm just so different. I, I agree. I have to fill each day as, I mean, I'm, I'm home every day, but I'm not home, not doing anything. We've got, yeah four small businesses that we're running. Yes, I love it. I love it. That's why, yeah, and I need to order some stuff too. So when we're done, I need like some links. I want to order things. You 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 ship? Yeah, yeah. Heck ship. yeah, I want to order some stuff. Oh, thank you. That would be great. Yeah, we, we're very, very busy. And especially this time of year, it's 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 intense. But, um, I, you know, like you said, it just, I, you have to have that discipline and I, I try and fill every single day with as much as I possibly mm -hmm. can. Sometimes it overwhelms me. I mean, this weekend I was very overwhelmed and I just had to kind of stop for a minute and take a breather. But um, I'm I'm very motivated by everything you're saying. I almost feel like this conversation was meant to be right now because I needed to hear all of what you're able to do. with. Oh, yeah, girl. And And listen, I cried yesterday for like three or four hours. And then I, after I was done, um training girl my coach just said one thing to me and I started crying he's like come in my office and I literally cried to him for like an hour so I'm not some type of like Teflon Don person either <laughs> I cry I cried <laughs> like a lot so I'm very emotional too so um you know I go through pain just as well you know so I definitely like when you were texting me I like I can relate to that like a lot I've cried in bathrooms I've you know like it gets overwhelming you know you feel like you're just playing so many positions. And to yeah. be honest with you, um, even though you're married and everything, everything is going to come down more on you than any with the kid. When it comes to the kids, it's just going to be it's just like that. Like, you know what I mean? It just comes down like the woman is like, you know, we have to we run that, you know, yeah. um, you know, and great men like your husband, my brother. Yeah, they're great, you know, great husbands. But you the woman like you, Nina, you guys do a lot, you know. A lot. <laughs> a lot, man. I commend you guys for being stay-at-home moms. Dude, I was, like, in COVID, and I had the triplets for, like, three, four months. I, like, went insane. I was like, <laughs> how do moms do this? So uh, I give you credit, too. You inspire me as well, you know? Well, thank you. That's nice to hear. It's it's a lot. No matter what you do, being a mom, like you said, is is is, is intense. There's so many different hats that we wear every single day. And it's never the same hat. It's always different. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, um, I don't know about you, um, but I feel like sometimes like my kids, they can't even like, they can't even talk. You know, I'm like, oh, London, how was your day? And then like Ariana's answering and then Kylie's jumping in. I'm like, dude, I just, you know, like. So I don't know if your kids do that, but it's a constant like shout battle. It's a count constant like <laughs> who can talk first, who's getting the most attention. And um, it's hard to draw back from that when there's so many kids, you know, it it's is nearly impossible. It, it, it absolutely is. They're they're definitely like that. The older they're getting, 
I mean, and they're very close in age. You know, like I said, my oldest is seven and then the girls are four and the youngest is two. So they're all, I mean, they're yeah. little, they're little kids. And so they have a lot of the same common interests, which mm-hmm. is, is a good thing and a bad thing. Sometimes it's hard because they all kind of want to do the same thing. And I mm-hmm. have to, they want to compete for my attention. And, you know, even with, if Andrew is here, if he's present, if he's right next to them, literally sitting right next to them, it's still like I could be across the yard and they they find me. They're like, mommy, mommy, mommy. And I'm like, your dad is right there. He's right next to you. What do you want? So yeah. It's, you're right. I mean, mom's just, we have to do it all. So I, yeah. I commend you. Everything. Even with great men, even with great men. I, I love watching my brothers be dads and my cousins and my uncle. They're all great, great fathers. But, you know women you know there's nothing like us <laughs> there's they ain't nothing like a woman man um and wow. and, a mo- and a and a mother especially so what we do is is amazing yeah yeah so um I'm so fascinated by the MMA stuff so your family you guys all kind of dabble in or not dabble I mean this is this is your careers this is your life <laughs> <laughs> um so what I, I guess where did it all start how did you guys get involved so uh, my cousin Robert Rios, he first, he was like the first one to start. And then my cousin Johnny Lopez started about like 12 years ago, or maybe it's been longer than that. I don't know. Um, and then my brother started about 10 years ago. So they started trickling. And then I started about five years ago. So we just started trickling down. And, um, you know, when you just lead by example, you know, mm-hmm. you know, people follow, you know. So um, I grew up fighting a lot. You know, I was a little hood rat. <laughs> so I grew up fighting all the time and um yeah I grew up like an angry kid sometimes and just um I found martial arts when I was like 20 uh with Justin I would come in and things like that and then when I got pregnant I was doing martial arts for like a good like six seven months and then I got pregnant and then I had to like put martial arts on the side mm-hmm. um and then I came back when the girls were like one and a half years old like I um, came back to martial arts and it's just been in my life ever since. And it's saved my life. It's an amazing thing. I think everybody in the world should do martial arts, at least one, you know, thing as a hobby, jujitsu, anything, you know, martial arts really did save me in so many ways. And I'm just a better uh, human. I'm a better mom for, for martial arts. It's taught me patience. It's taught me, you know, even when I'm getting in so much pressure, how to deal with the pressure. Um, I'm getting smashed every day by you know dudes that are bigger than me by girls that are bigger than me by people that are better than me and you just kind of have to stay in that fire and just fight back you know and it just teaches you uh so much about life and how strong you are you know um you know once you get good man i i've submitted some some big dudes like and i'm like five one but that's the beauty about jujitsu man like you could be on the floor you could be smaller and you still can um you, you still can win so that's that's really cool so do you I mean you said that you think everybody should do some sort of martial arts do you feel like anybody's too old to start I mean could I no (laughs) at 32 could I start (laughs) yes yes oh my gosh yes if yes of course you can start I know people that start in their 40s or 50s yes you can start you know if you start now and in 10 10 to 15 years you have a black belt you know and in your 40s and your 50s you know that's and that's great. That's something great to have. I, I roll with black belts that are in their sixties. I have a female uh, teammate that started when she was forty-seven years old, and she's a blue belt. She's the same 
rank as me and she's freaking nasty and she's she's in her 60s so that's inspiring my dad my dad did karate for his most of his adolescence yeah was a black belt and he taught and everything and so when I was little he was tried very hard to get me involved in in karate and I was just too too girly I was like no I don't want to do that I don't want to do that but then (laughs) older I, I thought, I mean, when I was, I don't know, maybe late teens, maybe in my twenties, I thought, wow, I should have done that. That would have been really, really awesome. And, you know, I just, and, and Andrew has, I mean, he doesn't do any sort of mixed martial arts, but he's a very, very big fan. And <laughs> so That's awesome. I feel like I, I hear a lot about it and, and I don't, I don't know too much about it, but I am constantly amazed. I mean, when we watch fights and things and, you know, just seeing, I've, I've watched some of your stuff and I even, before we did our call, I, I Googled you as well to see what I could find. And I'm, I'm, I'm blown away, honestly. And the fact that you said that you fight men and women, I, I'm surprised to hear that. I didn't realize, I thought you would only fight women. And, and Oh, women. no, no, no. I fight, I fight, I fight women, but I'm saying like, I train with men. Oh, uh, well, even yeah, that. Yeah, let me refer- yeah, 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 yeah. It's illegal to fight with, I train, I, I fight women that are 115 pounds. That That's, that's my weight. I'm a straw weight woman. Um, but like my teammates are mostly men, you know? Yeah. Well, even that, I mean, I would be very intimidated. I'm yeah, so I'm, man, my I'm, brother is they're they're beating my ass on the daily. <laughs> wow, that's that's pretty cool. So are you gonna get your girls involved? Yeah, so I teach the four to six year olds, so they come with me here. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna get them involved. You know, they've been raised in this environment and things like that so I'm always wrestling with them I have my my basement is matted out it has mats in there um they're always with me at the gym so you know we play around but um I definitely want to get them involved I don't want them to be fighters um I don't want them to do MMA but I do want them to be jujitsu practitioners for sure um all of them so (laughs) but I don't want them to fight like I don't want them to uh yeah yeah I don't want them to fight that's that's definitely something I'm even thinking about for my kids. Maybe for you know my son. Oh heck yeah, man! Jujitsu, jujitsu. No disrespect to your father, but man, karate ain't nothing. Man. Yeah, jujitsu is where it's at. I mean, <laughs> karate is something, but like jujitsu is where it's at for kids, man. Like, it it really it really is. It's like it's just so different. Like in karate, you can get a black belt within like two two three years. You can get a black belt. Mm-hmm. I've seen people in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's at least 10 years, 10 to 15. I, my my brother, Johnny's been training for like 14 years. The dude is a brown belt. He's not even a black belt yet. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, and he should be a black belt. But, um, you know, that's how long it takes in in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It takes a long time. It took me almost five years to get a blue belt, and I'm only a blue belt. So it's it goes white, blue, purple, brown, then black. So I'm just... I'm just beginning my journey, which is beautiful. It sounds that way. And I can't wait to keep watching and and seeing. I mean, I I know how frequently you post on your social media. So please keep doing that so we can all be inspired and and see what you got going on. (laughs) Yeah, I want to be the first woman um, to be a professional mixed martial artist with triplets. There's no other ones. So Um, there's there's definitely moms, though, that fight. So I love seeing that uh, my girl, Pena, she just became a mom champ over the weekend. She was the biggest underdog, man. And to watch her just uh, with her daughter, her daughter's like four or five years old, man. Just see her with her daughter, you know, it really gives me inspiration. And that's where I want to be, you know, one day the best in the world. 
Yeah, well, we'll definitely keep watching and making sure that that happens. So you said you have a fight coming up at Mohegan? Yes, ma'am. Uh, January 8th, um, I'll be fighting on the prelims and then my brother and then I'll be opening up the show and then um, my brothers will be in the professional bouts, um, Justin and Johnny, and then my boy, Tony from Underdog. Um, he'll be fighting as well that night. So yeah, January 8th, Mohegan Sun. I hope I, I'll have some links, but um, if anybody wants some tickets, you know, message me at E3MMA underscore underscore. Okay. Great. That was really good. So you said you have a class to teach this morning, right? Yeah, no, my girl, um, my girl covered it for me. Um, I'm about to, I'm doing some jujitsu and like around 11:30, so we're gonna get some uh, stuff. We're gonna get some uh, work in. You know, this is when I train and stuff like that. And um, I'm just kind of like ramping up. We're four weeks away, so typically my fight camps like four weeks. Uh, we just really ramp it up. Just go rounds and rounds and just get exhausted. And um, then I'll go swim and then go in the hot tub and then I'll go pick up the girls. But yeah, we're just going to ramp up training right now. Again, just get, just get sweaty. Yeah, that no, that's that's amazing. I mean, and they must they must be your biggest little fans as well. I mean, they, oh, they are, man. They are. They yeah. um, they're so awesome. They, they tell everybody like my mommy's on TV and then, oh, my mommy lost. The girl beat her. The girl got her an arm bar. Nope, nope. <laughs> And they're like, Mom, you can't lose this one. I'm like, I won't. <laughs> and then, um, like, I have some posters. And um, my daughters, they, they go to a before and after school program. So I really love that runs the program. It's like a private practice. Um, she's awesome. So they went to go bring her a poster. Um, and they were just so happy. And she, like, hung it up um, right there when you walk into the school. So it's pretty cool, you know. I, I walk to, um, you know, some local here and they have them hanging up in their businesses. So it feels cool to like walk through. I know you're, you're, you're a local celebrity. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I just want to, I just want to keep leading by example. I just want to show women out there that, you know, we can do everything. Even if we're a mom, even if we're a single mom, married mom, like whatever it is, um, we're all different and, and, and we can do things, you know, um, just just work hard, you know, whatever it is, like if it, whatever it is that you do, just go all in with it. You know, if you're mowing grass, go all in, be the best grass mower there is. You know what <laughs> I mean? If you're shining windows, be the best at whatever it is that you do, just pick it and be the best. You know, I think we should lead by example for our kids. You know, I don't know about you, but I watch my parents grow up just working, working, working jobs after job after job. And. I never really watched them do what they love to do for a living. And the fact that we can do that for our children, um, we'll just show them a better way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So do you feel like because you're a mom, this makes you work even harder at what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I feel like, you know, before I was a mom, like, yeah, I worked hard and stuff like that. But when I, when I became a mom, I also became a mom at 21. So I really wasn't that mature. <laughs> But um, when I became a mom, everything like kind of just switched. But um, just because you don't have to be a mom to work hard and do things like that. I just think that that just happened to me because I was just so young. Yeah. Um, but I do think I probably would have hit the switch even without being a mom because mm -hmm. uh, I was just getting into martial arts. But, yeah, I think I go harder, hard, like really hard <laughs> because I'm a mom. I just think about them a lot. I just think about like the things that I sacrifice for them and, um, you know, the time that I put into the gym. So I feel like. You know, um, 
I work really hard and I want to show them, you know, I really don't um, have anything to prove to anybody besides me and my kids. So that's why I work hard. That's amazing. You're definitely an inspiration for us all. I feel like it's going to be very hard to top this conversation with you, with anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't say that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. But, you know, I just feel like, yeah, like I said, man, we just, we, um, as women, man, we, we have to, and as people, I just, I just think we have to love the life that we live. You know, we just have to love what we do. We have to wake up with a purpose, you know, just, watching so many people just not be happy and, you know, and even me, I wasn't really happy, you know, working at a school and things like that. You know, I, I I wasn't happy. So, and now I get, I wake up with hard work and consistency, you know, I wake up and I do what I love every day. So it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And I hope to show the girls that too, you know, whatever they want to do, you know, and, and it is hard, you know, with uh, multiples, you know, because sometimes they have to like find their own identity. I don't know about you, but with like the twins, do you feel like sometimes they, they're not themselves sometimes? Um, yeah, I think that, you know, they definitely each have their own personalities, but then sometimes you can tell that one outshines the other and not. Yeah. And so they kind of try and fight for the spotlight a little bit and one might try and do what the other one is doing to, to again, to kind of shine and, and be a little bit brighter. <laughs> but I like that. I love that they have separate personalities. And I hope that as they get older, they just continue to have those little personalities. I mean, one of them, Talia, is a little bit more reserved than Layla. You know, Layla is the one that I, I feel like will be um, our, our little uh, show, show star girl. She's the, the center being the center of attention. She loves to dance and sing and just, you know, anytime we put music on, she just, she looks like a, she reminds me of like a hippie from the seventies. She just, the way she like rolls her arms out and moves, it's just, it's so funny. And, um, and again, Talia is a little bit more, she'll just kind of sit there and watch. Like she always cheers her sister on though, which is also another thing I love about them. They absolutely love to see each other thrive. You know, if one does something, they're like, mommy, look what, you know, so-and-so did. And I'm so excited. I'm so happy. And like, she'll clap her hands. So that's the other thing too, is that, um, especially as, as little girls and as they get to be teenagers, making sure that they're always cheering each other on, um, yep. and, and supporting each other and then supporting their sticking, friends. Sticking, sticking with each other. I yeah. try to tell the girls, yeah. I drill it. Like you guys are a team, y'all, y'all a team Yeah, forever, yeah. forever. Exactly. I'm, I'm an only child. So I didn't. Ooh, wow. So that's, that's, that's a lot then. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I just, it was just me and I always wanted a big family. Andrew has two brothers and they're close ish. I mean, they've, they've kind of separated a bit over the years, um, especially since we moved to Florida, but he, you know, he grew up knowing what it was like to have siblings. And for me, it's very new. Like, so even the fighting and the, the bickering and just the silliness, all of that is, is so new. It's fun. I like seeing it, but I don't, I almost don't know how to respond sometimes. Cause I'm like, is this normal? Are they supposed to do this? Yeah. Um, but you know, again, just they're seeing all of their little personalities, all four of them, they're so different and unique. They all have their own interests. And I just, I, I hope, 
I'm definitely not going to have any more children. That's for sure. <laughs> so yeah. what Thanks. we do with these four is what we get. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Same, girl. <laughs> I know. I was gonna ask you, do you want any more children? Do you want a boy? Oh <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm all set. <laughs> yeah. All set in that department. I, I honestly don't want to carry another child, you know, so I'm all set. But I'm I'm open to um if my partner has a kid or something like that. Right. Um, I'm definitely open to that, but uh a nice blended family. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I'm I'm pretty cool. Yeah, no, that I mean, and that must I don't know, again, I don't want to get too personal or anything. But in dating, is that something that you're um, is hard for you that Oh, my God, okay, well, I've got, you know, just so you know, I've got three kids and they're triplets. Like, is that something that you feel like would be hard going into a relationship with? Yeah, it's a little hard. Um, And I, I, I actually just came out full uh, lesbian. So it's like, it's real hard. Cause I, I was dealing with men for a long time and I was always, uh, this is, I know this is real personal, but I was, I was always bisexual. And then, um, I just, I just lost my interest in men. Uh, so it's super hard, you know, uh, to find a woman. Um, and yeah, so yeah, you know, I, I, I've dated, um, and one of the girls that I dated had like a, a, a child. So it kind of was, it kind of worked out cause she kind of knew um what it was and stuff like that it's easier to like date a mom than um you know somebody that's not a mom and doesn't really understand <laughs> it's definitely yeah it's definitely freaking challenging yeah but then again I'm like chasing my dream I'm so busy I'm just so you know focused and stuff like that that sometimes I don't even have time for that which is um I was talking to my therapist about that which is not really that healthy too because we should uh be finding you know like you know we should be making some time for that so yeah dating is kind of hard yeah with everything you got going on (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's hard enough even when you're married to just find the time so I you know yeah yeah. difficult it's it's just it's kids 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 (laughs) yeah yeah that's why I just I might need just like a mom (laughs) a mom that has kids and she's just you know because uh I mean yeah because it's hard to date somebody without kids because they just don't understand and it's not their fault it's not their fault at all you know yeah it's the same thing with having friends though I feel like it's it's yes yes it's very hard to have friendships with people who don't have kids yes they just don't understand girl they just don't understand they don't my very best friend that I've been friends with forever is the only person she doesn't have kids yet. She's engaged and, you know, she's going to start hopefully having kids soon, but um, she's the only person that I feel like I could be friends with really that doesn't have kids. Everybody else. It's, it's very hard. Um, And even so it's like, I almost have to pick who I'm friends with because I don't like how certain, I mean, I don't, and I never want to judge another mom, but moms that I just don't, I don't agree with, certain values or, or things that they they might get so i i agree i agree with that okay hello oh yeah i'm here can you hear me okay yeah yeah i can hear you now you just <laughs> broke up a little bit. but yeah i i agree with that yeah some 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 women just let you know I, yeah i don't i don't agree with with all momming <laughs> yeah For sure. and i again 
I would never want to judge a mom for the way that she raises her children, but there are some things that are blatantly like, no, you, your children are terrible or you know, how you're raising them is, is not, is not okay. I mean, my Zane um, came home from school recently with, um, there were some kids that were making fun of him because we don't celebrate Christmas, you know, we're Muslim. And so um, he came home and he was like, you know, the kids told me that I was cursed because I don't, I don't celebrate Christmas. And it's like these, just these, I don't know, maybe like three or four kids in his class that have said other things to him before and have picked on him for other things. And, you know, again, I, that's not coming from the kids. They don't know what that. Yeah. That's coming from the mom and dad and things like that. Yeah. 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 I've, I've seen it all. I've seen it all, you know, especially working with the kids. Um, Yeah. Not very good parental things I've seen it all so I definitely get that yeah absolutely so this was amazing thank you so yes thank you whenever you need somebody let's let's do it let's um and then send me that link because I I really want to order some clothes yeah I have we have so many things (laughs) keep going with this podcast though girl just keep doing it keep interviewing moms keep doing it because it's gonna blow up and it's going to be good, you know? Keep doing it. Thank you. So how about Erica, guys? I mean, she's just amazing, honestly. That was one of the best conversations I've had in a long time. You know, this past weekend, I had a little bit of a hard time. Um, I was feeling really anxious, and I don't know, maybe a little bit of depression was in there as well. Um, just completely overwhelmed and I feel like talking to Erica when I did was just absolutely what I needed to hear everything that she does on a day-to-day basis is as you know and especially as a single mom is just very very encouraging to me very empowering um so you know if you guys need a little bit of encouragement check out everything that Erica's doing check out her social media accounts I'm gonna post them on my social media so you can see what she's doing get some info about her upcoming fight um you know and and again she's just a really really cool girl really great girl she's doing a lot and I hope that we can all follow in in her footsteps and lead by her example so I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I'll be back with more soon bye yay